Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. What's up, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. Let's get it. What's the name of our show? I like when you say it. Oh, the name of our show is called The God Show. And God stands for the goats and the underdogs. We talk about, you know, the world and how we see the world and our viewpoint. Let's get it. All right, so. You're from Atlanta a little bit, um, a lot of it. A lot of it. Okay. A guy was arrested the other day because he called the police on McDonald's because they served him cold fries. So, like, my question is, like, where do we draw the line without anger and, like, dealing with that and kind of scaling back and being realistic about what we're dealing with in our daily, di- in our daily day-to-day lives? Well, for me, I would say that it's hard for me to speak on something like that because that wouldn't happen to me. Why wouldn't it happen? Because I have emotional intelligence. Mm. I feel a lot of people don't have emotional intelligence. I feel like they, you know, like, think about it. You, you're in trouble, but you feel like you, ha- you murdered someone, they say, allegedly, and you're so frustrated that the fries are cold that you call the police. That's emotional. That's a lack of emotional intelligence. I'm very emotional intelligent. I don't make decisions based on how I feel. I make decisions based on what it is. So I feel like a lot of the times in our community, we make, we feel, we, we believe that since we feel something, we're validated. Mm. Feelings don't validate you. Facts do. So instead of, so it's, he should have thought to himself, is this fries worth me having a police run a check on me? And he would probably not be, he'd probably still be on the run. So that's what I would say. How do you gain emotional intelligence? I think life teaches it to you. Like, mm. like I learned emotional intelligence because I, so where we come from, we come from like the hood, at least I do. Right. And we come from the hood. You're taught to react certain ways. I'm not just saying, no, you might, you I'm might like say you're not from bit. the hood. No, I am. You say what you, you know, I your like mom, your mom might beg to differ. I was like culturally diverse. Your mom might beg to differ, but I feel like when you're from the hood, you know, you're taught to handle things only the way you know how. So as I was coming up in the music business, I would handle things the way a hood person would. And I realized that 
it was bad for my business. So I had to develop emotional intelligence if I wanted to survive my business. So, and that's what I've done. So emotional intelligence. I agree with you. When I went to college, I was so bad. My freshman year, like I was bad because I thought when you go into a new environment, you got to be bad. You got to prove yourself. You got to show your ass for lack of better words. And I was up there trying to fight the whole campus. for, And they were looking at me like I was a crazy child because they weren't used to that. And I just thought the whole world was set up like that. Like no matter where you were at. The first thing I do is beat up the biggest person in the room. And I quickly learned that that is not how the rest of the world works. Like, that was a very Harlem thing to think. But that was my first time being exposed to, like, other things outside from the hood's kind of way of survival. So, yes, life does teach it to you. So I feel like a lot of the times when you're from the hood, you're taught to handle things the way you handle it. But that's not how the real world works. Yeah. and You have to have emotional intelligence to to survive in the real world or to thrive in the real world you gotta have emotional intelligence so yeah that's what i would say well just going back off of that speaking of colleges hbcus are actually gonna have their sporting um events broadcasted this upcoming year the 2022 2023 year so what do you think that is gonna change for the hbcu culture and black sporting culture i mean I think the reason why the other colleges have the advantage over the HBCUs is because they give you TV exposure. So if HBCUs get TV exposure, then they level in the playing field. The Wait, plan- hold on. I want to give you some numbers so you could understand how good this is. Um, so it's gonna be on. It's going to be on twelve major U.S. TV markets, including seventy percent of Black households and sixty percent of homes overall. Uh, listen, here's the thing I will say. If they're going to air them shits on TV, it better not be on BT. It needs to be on It needs to be on uh, ESPN or Fox. I believe ESPN is one of okay, the people cool. that... Don't, don't put the black colleges on black TV, black BT. That's like a disservice to us. Nah. Put us on the main stage and let us get our shine. Yes, definitely put us on the main stage. So, speaking of the main stage, Nicki Minaj's newest song. I want to make sure I say it right because... Don't play with the barbs. Super Freaky Girl debuted at number one. Fire. Shout out to Dr. Luke, uh, Malibu Baby, and Lunch Money. I have some people that I'm really cool with that produced that song. I have seen some Nicki Minaj packs all over your office. What other songs have you? Uh, we did Only for Nicki, um, Her, Drake, Chris Brown, and Wayne. We did that record. Uh, we did The Night is Still Young, and we did Trinity Them Girls. Oh, excuse me. That's quite a catalog. But the reason why this is so special is because she was the first female rapper to be able to do this independently to one debut at number one and then to be solo on it since Lauren Hill's been able to do that. So it's incredible. Can I get some claps for the. The question is, why do you think it's been so long since a female rapper has been able to debut at number one, being that we do have so much influence in the rap game? (sighs) Nicki made a hit, Mm -hmm. Um, a deliberate hit. I would say that, first of all, Uh, Nicki is the biggest female rapper of all time, also, which works in her favor. And she's on an incredible label who knows how to get busy. So I think there's a, I think, I think we focus too much on number ones when number ones is a lot of, a lot of it is just, you know, the right time, right place, right moment type situation. Like, 
you know, like I remember when it was a certain record that we was trying to get number one when I when I was working at a label and and I was like, you think we're gonna get number one? And the radio guy said, well, you know, Drake is out there, so you know, if Drake is out there, is if it's hard to get a number one on radio, and you know, he had a big record out at the time, so he was just like, you know, we could try, but you know, Drake is out there, so sometimes it's just timing, you know. And Nicki is one of the monsters out here, so she drops a great record, boom, there it is. Who do you think will be the next female rapper to be able to do something like that? I mean, I think we got a lot of them. Cardi B is huge. Cardi B is like right under Nicki. She's she just doesn't have the history Nicki has. Shout out to New York. Cardi has one album. Nicki just has like five, four or five. But that's my point. Nicki has more time on her. She has 10 years over Cardi. But Cardi caught up really quick as far as like numbers and impact. And she got some hits on her too. Um, I don't know. It's hard to it's I will say this. It's hard for females to make hit records because when a male makes a hit record it usually hits the male and female base right so if drake makes a record you know guys can sing it and girls are singing too but when it's a female rapper like you know i, I never sung wop yeah i don't see you singing WAP. I, i'm a man i wouldn't <laughs> sing wop you know what i'm saying so it kind of limits so a lot of so some of the female rap to me limits the audience based on the subject matter but i know what you would sing what fnf yeah, but that song works because as a man, I can be fuck nigga free too. Like, I don't want to fuck niggas around me. And as a woman, you can say it. That's why that song works. So a lot of the time, female rap is limited to uh, just the subject matter. Like, like I'm never going to sing Megan Thee Stallion's single. I'm she, she, her. her. I'm never going to sing that. Never. It wasn't made for me. Cool. My, my daughter sing it, you know, but I'm not going to sing it. So she already eliminated half the population when she dropped that song. Does it get to number one? I don't know. Because she eliminated half the population with the lyrical, uh, with, with the song was talking about lyrically. We got to think about that when we making songs. Have By the way, I don't know if you can hear me talk, but I'm a master song maker. Like, I'm a master at this shit. So just so, just so you can hear me. This ain't no regular regular podcast like where I'm talking out my mouth. Like, Tell the people like some no, of the big no, I'm not going to They, no, they got to find out. No, it's not that. It's just... Who can, like I am I, I'm speaking of what I am mm-hmm. And the results of What I've done in life Is based on what I am I think a lot of people That get caught up in the results And the numbers Are the people that feel like That de- ter- that defines them I am defined by myself And the results of who I am Is is how You know We determine how far it is But you know I, I, I got some heavy shit Under my belt I bet you do. Rolling Stones crowned Harry Styles the new king of pop, and Michael Jackson's <laughs> nephew went crazy. That's whack. The nephew part or Rolling Stones? Rolling part? Stone, that's whack. That's whack. There will never be another king of the South. T.I. took the name. There will never be another king of pop. Mike took the name. You got to find another name. It's that simple. Like, I agree. like that to me is like. What the f- Come on, man. Like, when you get a moniker like Queen B, that's your moniker. Like, they can't take that from you. So, I don't care if Rolling Stone said it, if any magazine said it. We all know, and probably including Harry Styles, that Michael Jackson is the king of pop. Mind, mind you, Michael Jackson announced he was the king of pop. No magazine said it for him. 
That's another thing. I don't think someone can crown you something. I think you crown yourself. That's my opinion. Michael Jackson sent out a press release. I am going to be referred to as the king of pop. T.I. came out and said, I am the king of the South. Lil Wayne said he was the best, best rapper, rapper alive. alive. That's how you do it. Like, who cares? I, I, don't, I mean, I don't think Harry Styles would say he's the king of pop. He, he probably admit Michael Jackson is. Michael Jackson is the king of pop by far. And Prince owns the color purple. Oh, we spoke about Prince earlier. Um, well, not you, before you came in the room. Little Baby's dropping a documentary tomorrow. We tried to get tickets and our phones crashed and so did the <laughs> website. Um, so people really want to see it. Do you think that this is like a good move? Is it too early in his career for him to be kind of documentary? Nah, content or? is king. Content gives context. I stress that to people. Put content out around your music because it gives your music and you context. Context is how we buy into someone. We need context, right? It's like I need context. So to me, I feel like Little Baby should release a documentary every time he releases an album. Like, why not? Like, content and music are not separate. Mm -hmm. Content is what's pushing the music. Like, it's just called content. It's like movies push music. Like, you think I Will Always Love You would have been as big without The Bodyguard? Like, let's be clear. The Bodyguard wasn't the greatest movie. But it, had, it was connected to a great song, right? So, you know, I, I think artists should do more documentaries on themselves. I think it's necessary, man. I think, I think especially somebody like Little Baby, I think young black people are, we're celebrated, but we're also misunderstood. So sometimes they judge rappers for who they are, but you don't even know where the fuck they came from, mm -hmm. right? It's like, tell the origin story. I tell everybody to do that. Tell your origin story so people can know who you are and why you are the way you are rather than just judging you for that i think that is good to kind of take control of the narrative and be able to tell your own story from your point of view while you're alive because the elvis documentary that we all went to go see together yeah complete well not documentary right the movie completely different point of view than anything i've ever seen so i thought that it was like it gave you context on elvis i had some i had a friend of mine hit me like man elvis was the greatest white boy alive man he fucked with us like that and it's like because the movie told you that story mm-hmm that's exactly what it is. We did. believe what we believe based on the stories we've told. Content tells your stories. Documentary tells your story. I think all artists should tell their story. They want to just be artists. No, tell the origin story. Like, we know Superman's origin story. Like, we know Iron Man's origin story. Tell your origin story. That's important. Um, what was your favorite soundtrack, like, to a movie of all time? Like, who had the best soundtrack? Man, see, see, she, she got to stop doing this where she just puts me on the spot. So I'm going to say, so, I'm gonna say something wrong. It's probably not correct. Uh, but the first two that pops in my head is Boomerang and Above the Rim. Mm. I was like in that era. I did Wait in the Exhale. And, and Wait in the Exhale, see what I'm saying? But see, you had a chance to think about it. So you saw she put me on a blast. She had a chance to think about it. So now it's like, <laughs> nah. But I would say Boomerang and Above the Rim. Above the Rim soundtrack. I want a red crazy. flag because I did not have a chance. I thought about that as we spoke. So I, I we're both on the spot with that one. I didn't have that written down, actually. But I think like Love and Wait in the Exhale, every song on it. And I was young and I was jamming to that. Like, no skip, so that's why I go with that. But anyway, yeah, so that was both off the top for both of us. Anywho. Yeah, wait and exhale. That was a good one, though. It had not going to cry, shoot. Mm -hmm. Shoot. Yep. Yeah, it was a good one. Good stuff. American um, Gangster. Oh, that, oh. Fire. So now, now. Say hello to the something. bad guy. Let's go. <laughs> Adidas CEO is stepping down next year. Who do you think 
should step up or do you think it's time for a person of color to have that title yes i'm so tired of black divisions oh my god that is such a good point like stop giving us yes i'm saying like because black division means that we're still under the big white division oh yes i'm tired of that so and we're all the same here's the crazy part their kids are their kids don't separate Mm -mm. they don't separate like that i don't know i i hate that so if I don't want if they're gonna give a person a color the shot, give a person a color the shot. Don't have Adidas and then say, "Here's our nah, we want it all. Like we deserve it all. Fuck that." It's a good point. I know you can help me with this name because I don't want to say it wrong. Lino Waithy. Lena Waith. Lena Waith and Hellman Grant are starting a new label, and they really want to sign artists that can tie generations together. Something that feels nostalgic but also modern. What do you think about that? Sounds like a movies. Sounds like a movies. She's she understands it. She gets it. I wish the music business was as smart as Hollywood. Mm, what do you mean? Tell me a little bit more. Um, well, Hollywood, in order to be successful there, you gotta be skilled. In the music business, you just kinda gotta know somebody or have a little bit of talent and you the shit. You know, like the music business, you know, I don't wanna down us because it's us, but I always say this like Hollywood is like full of like really intelligent people who have uh, a respect for what they do a respect for each other a respect for you know the craft and have probably went to school for it something and music is like I just woke up and started rapping and he's my here's my manager and here's my lawyer and it's like bruh like I just wish that we were more intelligent in Hollywood I wish that I think that Hollywood's more intricate too Like they plan everything out They're more intentional They are they, they they tell the right stories They give everyone voices So with someone like Lena Waith Saying that it's like It sounds like her movies So you know Let's see how successful she is When she realizes that She's stepping down from college To high school <laughs> <laughs> She's gotta start telling people What they're doing And that's I'm saying that's somebody In the music business by the way so just in closing, I just want to talk about because this just wrapping up, going from the Hollywood to music. So Little Pump went to China this weekend, and nobody Shout knew out to who Dooney. he was. Shout out to Dooney. And he was really upset that nobody paid him any mind. So what? It's like the, but it's a humbling experience, and I think that our coach is kind of obsessed with humbling people. But it's like you're not as big as you think you are. Like you're you're, you're pretty cool. Like I think Miami or wherever he be at. I can't name one Little Pump song. Gucci Gang. Oh, that's the only one and I got. I love it. You're such a. Uh, 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 I love it. Well, him and Kanye, and they had the huge shoulders. I remember the video. Yeah, yeah, that song. Shout out to Dooney. He signed to my boy Dooney. But yeah, his feelings was hurt. So I think, like, sometimes. I keep saying, fuck your feelings. I don't care about your feelings. No one does. I feel. As soon as someone walking around and say, let me tell you how I feel. That's <laughs> left. That's what they right mean. after can I tell you how I feel you know what I mean so nobody cares about how Lil Pump feels he was mad well shit hey so what it's some people it's somebody right now that woke up in the ghetto that's mad that they're broke that's mad that they broke at one point in my life that was me I did something about it if you're mad that the people don't know you do something about it Amen. getting mad is a wasted emotion okay. being mad about something is a wasted emotion last thing because I always say last thing but for real Chris Brown's um, meet and greet pictures have been going viral, of course, and Meg Thee Stallion has kind of been doing the same thing. So Chris Brown came out and said that he set the tone for artists to give a fuck about fans again. Shout out to Chris Brown. He's the most talented human being probably alive. Shout out to him. No. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Kanye or Chris Brown? 
I said probably. Now it's notice I said he is probably. Notice I said that. I think that in some worlds Kanye is. It's him or Chris Brown are the most talented artists alive to me. But that's on any given Sunday. When you see Chris Brown on stage doing a backflip, then go into the nene and then sing, it's like, how many humans can do that? And then when you hear, see Kanye do what he do, it's like, how many humans can do that? So it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the Lakers versus Celtics at any given, we don't mm. know who going to win, but we know they're going to be in the top. That's a really good comparison. Yeah, they the best. Chris, so what you were saying? Did Chris Brown make it cool for fans to kind of care, for rappers and artists to care about their fans again? Chris Brown is a trendsetter. And we are not going to appreciate how great he is until, hopefully, until it's not too late. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, Chris Brown is a trend setter. This kid been famous 20 years, has been through everything he has. He is, so whatever he does, I think it should be a trend. He was the first R&B singer, to, he was really the first R&B singer to bring rap into the fold. What song are you referring to? I mean, all this shit. Like, when he did um, Look At Me Now. Like, he was the first rapper. He was the first R&B singer to just rap on a song and not explain himself. That was the first song I ever strolled when he did these, When he did um, Loyal, these hoes ain't loyal. Like, he was rapping. Just got rich. Took a broke nigga bitch. Like, he is the GOAT. So, period. So, he's going to always be a trendsetter. And he's going to always be frustrated because he, the person that starts a trend always just overlooked pe- once people take on it. I just wish Chris didn't say it. He was a goat. No, that that he set the trend for. Oh, I wish he didn't say it. Let let the, let, let the people say it. In that case, let the people say it. You know, in the case of like I'm this, give yourself a title, control your narrative, but let the people say Chris was first. Everybody know he was first. But even looking at Chris Brown's story, he went from like underdog to goat to back to underdog to back to goat kind of status. How do you even scale that type of journey of going from goat to underdog? There's a saying. Hopefully, you hang around long enough. Hopefully, hopefully you're alive long enough to be the villain. Yes. Like, you know, we we ch- we tend to cherish the people who died early, but they just have enough time to become a villain in someone else's story. Like Martin Luther King didn't get a chance to become a villain. You know what I mean? So, no, I'm I'm just being. No, honest I said with he would have been one now. With I'm saying he, he, but you never know. Like, I mean, if Bill Cosby something happened to him in the '90s, he would have died one of the greatest human beings on earth. But he was alive long enough where they came for him. Same with R. Kelly. If he would have died 10 years ago, seven, eight years ago, it would have been like one of the greatest R&B singers died. Now he's shamed. So to me, people love building you up to break you down. It's so rare that you're loved your whole career. You have to get used to it. Like some days when I'm frustrated, I tell my, I remind myself that people slept on Frank Sinatra. That's Frank Sinatra. I tell myself that. So it's like, who the fuck am I to think that they can't sleep on me? So Chris Brown is one of the greats and you know shit Michael Jackson is the king of pop and they still find a way to make him a villain. So I would say to Chris Brown he's one of the greats. Fuck people. The people that the minute that you stop giving a fuck what people think and what people feel people change bro. Mm -hmm. People change. I've had people say behind my back to people Ray is the worst. I remember one guy in particular hit Teron and Timothy and was like, if y'all are just fire hit Ray, y'all are be big as fuck. And then a year and a half, two years later, you know, we was up. And then he hit me for advice. And I just screenshot and sent it to Teron. And Teron was like, man, you should curse him out. I'm like, bro, that's people. You know who are the greats? The people that can't be swayed. The people who don't care what the world feels. 
Those are the greats. The motherfucker that don't care what the narrative is. That's I don't care Elvis what they. Good. I don't care what they say about Bill Cosby. He's a fucking hero. He did wrong, but that doesn't negate what he did. Sure, and that's just me being. Honest. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick. Like I'm not, dog. I'm from the hood. Well, Speak we your truth. no, no, real talk. I'm from the ghetto. We grew up looking up to drug dealers. That's fucked up. It's not cool, but that's our reality. So. We, Cause we see, we don't see them as bad people. We understand why they are. They are. Now I don't understand why Bill was doing the fuck he was doing. Who knows? I don't know that. I don't. I don't. But guess what? That's not for me to make the decision on. That's not for me to judge. But he is a fucking hero. He is a fucking hero. He is not. He is not a complete villain. He's been a hero in some people's story. That's. How, I mean, that's just me being honest. The, the world might hate me for saying that, but fuck that, bro. He's a hero to some people. Somebody gotta say it, bro. I I hated Michael Jordan when I was a kid. He was a villain in my New York Knicks movie. That's why I hated Kobe my whole life. <laughs> exactly. Then when Kobe got older, we started appreciating him. I still had a little beef with him for a while because I was an AI fan growing up. So, like, I had. Anyway, one time we were all out watching um, one of the people that worked with us perform, and we ran into one of your old bosses that actually fired you. I won't call him my boss. Oh, uh, okay. well, Go ahead. Me. Go ahead. Um, and. You were just so humble in it and like didn't really have much of a reaction because I would have been like, look at me now type vibes. And you were just the coolest dude in the room still. The journey. The journey will humble you. The journey humbles me. I can't. I'm one. Everybody in the music business, in the entertainment business and in life is one great decision away from being on top and one bad decision from falling to the ground. So. I treat people the same whether I'm up or down because I know I think I'm making the right decisions, but they might not always be that. So I just give people grace because that guy could, that you're looking at laughing at right now could be down today. But shit, tomorrow he could be up. And when he up, he going to remember who treated him like shit and who didn't. Everybody remember who's, who, who did him dirty in life. Everybody got that person on the list that like I'm going to get his ass. I, I don't have that. I feel I, if anything, I feel bad for you. That dude is like, oh, that shit was old. That dude is where he is in life. I just want him to be happy and have a family and be happy with his family. Like, I don't care about him firing me was the greatest thing that happened to me because it made me who I am. That's fucked up if I was mad. If, if I was angry at him, that mean I don't, I don't like who I am. I like who I am. That's why I can't be mad so at like nobody. Thank that did you. Me it's, it's just kind of like, not, I ain't going to say thank, thank you to buddy. you, but it's like, what's up, bro? How you doing? I hope life's good. Remember those days? Yeah, I do too. Life was good to me. I don't know what it was to you, but you know what it was. You go home and look at your life, and I go home and look at mine. That's the importance of treating everybody right on the journey. No matter what they do to you, you don't want to burn bridges. Just keep pushing. So thank you for sitting down with me. You dropped a Let's lot of it. good gems this time. Let's get it. Shout out. Shout out go. to the team. Let's go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.